Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, FreakNet Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Guys, it's time to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. I'm Dizzle J. And coming off of the holiday season, uh, we want to wish all you guys a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Right? Happy Kwanzaa, guys. To you in Canada, happy Box Day, regardless of the fact you don't listen to the show. Fuckers. Happy Festivus. Fucking Festivus. Man, it's good to be back. It is. And it's a little weird, you know, it, like... We kind of like have half of the results to give out today. Yeah. I mean, we're recording Friday during the day, so SmackDown hasn't happened yet, so we don't know what happened tonight on it. But uh, even AEW didn't have a show tonight. That's kind of weird, right? Or not tonight, but fucking Wednesday. Yeah. Well, I yeah, I mean, with it being a new kind of fucking company and, you know, the whole point of them, like, you know, is having the company is getting the views and fan base and everything to not put on a show is kind of weird. But it's nice that they gave their wrestlers that night off and stuff like that, even yeah. though they're only well, We could record it. I mean, why not pre-record the show? I mean, they did, they, they did for NXT. Yeah, you might get one of those Bischoff incidents where uh, Vince comes on live TV and gives the results away before it happens. God, it should. That'd be awesome. That would have been good. Oh, man. But we are back. Uh, we are here with another episode. We're, we're kind of winding down uh, towards the season finale uh, as we come, uh, come up to the end of the year. Uh, don't know how we messed it up, but uh, we're like one show behind. Yeah, I think there was a unexpected. We, yeah, we we missed something in between there. Where I mean, because I thought we planned it out perfectly. Like today, we're giving out uh, twenty five to one on our top hundred rating or ranking. Yes. And then next week we're doing the freakies. The freakies. And that was supposed to be episode fifty, the season finale, but that's only going to be episode forty nine. Well, maybe episode fifty we can do a recap. I don't think we're going to do an episode fifty. Not, you know what? We'll end on an odd number. Right, right. Just fucking fuck it. Hey, yeah. End on our own terms. But no, actually, I do I do like the episode 50. I did do a recap. Because that's what we did over at this freaking show. We did a recap of the entire year. So we can always do that, too. Yeah. Recap what happened uh, over at South, uh, Southland Championship Wrestling uh, against ARW. We, totally, we covered the feud with that. Uh, discussed some of our uh, more memorable uh, promos and interviews we did on the show with some of the Southland uh, wrestlers as well. Uh, so yeah, man, I like the idea. Good job. I see. I'm proud of you. I'm so fucking proud of you. Thirty-two percent. Right? It's like you almost know what you're doing. Almost. I'm so fucking proud. Almost. I um, fake it till I make it. Yeah. We're gonna dive into the freaking five here in a minute, as we always start out the show with that. But I just want to remind all you guys that this episode of JFW is brought to you by Audible.com. If you're just like me and you're a huge fan of stories and history, but you're just not a huge fan of reading about it yourself, Audible is the best place for you. There's over a thousand titles to choose from. It's the one-stop shop for you to get your audio books. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you can sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible. And on top of that, you get a credit towards your first book purchase. So for the first 30 days of Audible, it's entirely free plus your free first book. So you can try it out and see how much you like it. Um, 
Jay, I know we both used it. Yes, I, I enjoy it. Yeah, and they they have a they have a large variety of uh, wrestling books that are available. Uh, the Chris Jericho one, the Chris Benoit one, uh, the History of WCW, Shawn Michaels. I think there's an ECW one too. Yeah, yeah, and I mean you even say yourself, you got the Jericho one and Jericho, the Jericho reads, it, reads to it, to it to you. Yeah, so the books are available. They're all there. Again, your first book will be free if you sign up with your 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com backslash freaknet. And for some reason, you can't remember that. If you guys follow us on Podbean, there's a link at the top of the page that we just put there. It takes you directly to the Audible uh, page so you can sign up. So make sure you check out audibletrial.com backslash freaknet so they get your 30-day free trial plus that free credit to his first book purchase. I'm digging all this swag from Phoenix Pro, man. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Paul over at PPW. For, uh, he uh, he has sent uh, a lot of gifts to us uh, over the past couple months, and on top of that, he sent us a Christmas card too. Yeah, he's so nice. Yeah, and uh, he he did mention that I have to share, so I'll have no problem doing that. I'm gonna take this green one. You get the green one. Yeah, we got we got a bunch of uh, wristbands and everything. He sent us out. I'm keeping the poker chip. That's mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He sent it to me. Actually, most of this is mine. I'm <laughs> gonna so, pile this over here. I'm shaking a pen too. Uh no that not that not that one two more. That's, that's my pen you can't have that one you no you can't have that one either we'll figure it out oh, we'll figure it out you, don't touch my shit is, is this is this one thing thirty three percent of the, you know what uh, I green's actually ah, my favorite color green's my favorite color yeah, you can have this one I'll wear it okay guys uh, again uh, shout out to PPW thank you for sending us this awesome swag uh, we'll definitely share this with uh, some of our viewers and stuff as well. Um, so yeah, no, thanks again, Paul. I hope you have a good Christmas. Thank you for sending the card. And again, we'll send out some of this stuff and, uh, guys, make sure you keep, uh, keep listening to the show on a weekly basis because we do, uh, give you all information on independent wrestling shows in the area that are going on. Uh, one of the big ones we have going on actually is, uh, Southland Championship Wrestling already has their next show shut up and, uh, set up in January. What's it called? It's a New Year's, uh... It is called SCW New Beginnings. New Beginnings. Yeah, which New Year's makes makes yeah. sense, yeah. So, guys, make sure you mark your calendar January 25th. So we do got some time before we get there, but we can let you know now. January 25th, put in your calendar. Make sure you're at SCW New Beginnings. It's at the Shaban Civic Center. And you know what? It's the same as it's always been. Doors open at 6, bell time's at 7. Uh, tickets, we'll let you know when they become available, but you can always pre-buy them over at FitBodyU, Genesis Martial Arts, and Glassworks down in Bourbon A, uh, or they're $12 at the door. Either way, it's a good price, regardless of how you get them, but uh, as soon as the match card comes up, which is usually more towards the time that the show happens, we'll let you know what's going on at that time, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Freaking five, Jay. Freaking five. Freaking so, five. Royal Rumble's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Happens to be one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. Yeah. I just love the Rumble. I love Battle Royals. Yeah. So. The only one I don't like is I didn't like that bullshit was a 50. Not not the greatest Royal Rumble, but the one that uh, Alberto Del Rio won. Was that a 50, uh, man? The, the, like the Mega Royal Rumble yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. yeah. That sucked. Because Alberto Del Rio won? Mostly. It's <laughs> not because he's Mexican. We'll oh, make that Mexican? clear. Yeah. I yeah. Oh, oh I knew. I know you guys asked. Clear as Yeah, it is. Anyway. It is MMA fight. <laughs> Good job on that one, Del Rio. Or Patron. Patron. That was El, uh, El, see, if it was Alberto Del Rio, he would have won. But since it was Alberto Patron, he fucking lost. So. <laughs> so, 
I did the women. Who should win the women's Royal Rumble this year? Yeah. And well, there's a lot of names come up on the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start with real wrestling fans? Do you want us to go first? It's up to you, man. This is your segment. Let, let's hit the fans first. Okay. You want to read the fans? Oh, you want me to do the fans? I, I, I can do the fans. Yeah, I don't think I have them up, though. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, let me pull it up. Oh, I got it up. Go ahead. All right, so Hassan says Sasha Banks, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan, Alexa Bliss. I think Rhea would be a long shot because she, Rhea, yeah, she I, just won the NXT title. Yeah, yeah, Rhea would be a long shot. Um, Nikki Cross wouldn't be bad to give her that push. Uh, Joshua, Baszler, Shirai. Asuka, Bliss Banks. I really don't want to see Banks win. No. That's personal opinion, though. Uh, James, Natty, so she can finally get a real push. Liv Morgan, Sarah Logan, Ruby Riot, DeVille. Just so anybody from the Riot Squad. Anyone from the Riot Squad. Yeah. Uh, Simon, Ember Moon, Io Shirai, Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, Carrie Sane. Carrie. Carrie Sane. Yeah. Ember Moon won't. She has a... Uh, she's still on an injury? Oh, she's on death penalty. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's going to be out for a long ass oh, time. Oh, man, that sucks. Yeah. All right, T, what you got? No, you go next. I go next? No, I'll do it. I'm ah. with you. Um, Shayna Baszler? Yeah. Um, I do only... I have Sasha Banks on here, but the only reason I have Sasha on here is because I think eventually... Her and Bailey are gonna have something, regardless if they're both being heels. Yeah. Um, Alexa Bliss, I think, will end up uh, winning at some point as well. So why not be a twenty twenty? Ronda Rousey, we already kind of discussed that. That's probably gonna be the one. Yeah. Um, and then Ruby Riot, I would love to see. I mean, she's been out for a while. She, I think, she should be back by the Rumble though. But yeah, yeah. Just, it, I think it really just depends on like. Like, my list depends on who they really face. Like, Rousey, if it's going to be, like, against Becky Lynch. Sasha, if it's going to be against Bailey, Ruby could be either one. You know, stuff like that. Like, I, I think a uh, I think a Sasha versus Becky one would be dumb. And I think a Bailey versus uh, Rousey would be dumb, too. It, it wouldn't make sense. Especially the Bailey versus Rousey. Yeah. yeah. If anything, it should be Becky, Be- uh, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey just because of WrestleMania. Right. And then it'd be WrestleMania rematch. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, without... Well, Charlotte probably get back into it. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah it's Flair. Yeah. So I had Nikki Cross, mm-hmm. Baszler. Um, if I would have known Moon was out indefinitely, I would not have put her on the list. Yeah, but, but you did. I didn't. God, if only if only there was a podcast that talked about wrestling that you could have heard that from. We just talked about it right now. No, I know. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't. You don't listen to wrestling news. If you check out JFW on a weekly basis, I bet uh, somebody said it, it I'm a few sure, weeks ago. I'm sure it was on mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and then they had uh, Rose. Uh, fucking Mark. Mandy Rose. You, you, Liv Morgan. You really gene that up. <laughs> I screwed it. I'm sorry. I, I didn't even listen to your list. I know. I heard Liv Morgan. Uh, so I got Cross, Baser, yeah. Moon, Rose, and Morgan. Yeah. Baser, I think, could, uh, could be good, too. I think Baser... To me, Baszler would be the best choice at the moment. Rousey, and it, may, it makes sense with her losing the title. Rousey's just too much of the obvious answer to me. I think if she won, it would be another Batista situation. When Batista won the Royal Rumble and everyone or fucking Reigns. hated it. Yeah. Um, 
Baszler, I think, would probably be the best option just because, you know, she got that victory over both Lynch and Bailey at um, Survivor Series. She just lost to Tadaria. So I think that'd be a good one. It would, it would, to me, that would make the most storyline sense. Yeah. And like I said, Rousey's just too much. Of the, I don't like the obvious answer. I hate the obvious answer. Yeah. But we, we know how the E works. Right. Well, maybe uh, maybe WWE will uh, listen to us again. I don't know. Every time they seem to listen to what we want to do, it kind of fucking gets over. So yeah, except for King Corbin. That wasn't our idea. No, just the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah. Well, they fucked that up. Should should been Ricochet. <laughs> Not Shorty G. Ooh, yeah, Shorty G could came out. King King, King G. G. King G. What up? God, so dumb. <laughs> so fucking dumb. All right, guys. So uh, on Raw, I mean, obviously, there's this huge storyline with um, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, a huge feud going on. Kevin Owens came out and uh, pretty much cut a promo against Seth Rollins, asking him to come out and everything. Mojo showed up, interrupted him. Uh, they were scheduled to have a uh, notice qualification match uh, that started immediately. Uh, a lot of huge moments in the match, uh, especially that chair spot that. Um, Kevin went through a chair, so yeah. that Mojo did. Uh, Kevin obviously uh, picked up the victory against that. I think this is the best I've seen Mojo look. I don't like his... Well, a couple weeks ago, when he did the whole, like, oh, he went that way, no, he went that way, and then he pointed both fingers in the opposite direction. I think that was fucking dumb. I think their whole idea of trying to build that character, look into mirroring, you know, and yeah. himself, I think they lost all respect for that, for what they're doing now. Yeah. So I think they should just give him to uh, what's his face Zane Zane yeah and let, and let Zane just handle it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree. <coughs> uh, obviously, our truth twenty four seven champion star. I think he's like ninety six time champion or some <laughs> shit like that. Uh, Tazawa uh, pinned him out in New York. Is it New York? Yeah, yeah. Is it the tree lighting? Yeah. What the fuck is it called? Uh, he called it the uh, the Rocky uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson Center or something yeah. like that. <laughs> The forty to forty eight seven champ. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking god. So with the best thing going on in your organization is yeah. it's the fucking, joke. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking our truth. It's our truth. Ron the truth killings. <laughs> Man, but that guy kills it. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Uh Bobby Lashley took on Cedric Alexander in a singles match, uh, halfway through the match. Um Lana came, you know, came into the ring and said, "Hey, you know, you need to not hurt his face because we're getting married next week." Which they're having a fucking wedding on Raw for fucking Bobby Lashley and Lana. Why? Because it worked for Macho Man. That was Macho Man. It also worked for Triple H and Stephanie. It also worked for fucking Kane and Lita, or Edge and uh, Lita. <laughs> <laughs> bully, bully, and uh, Brooke. Yeah. Um, Billy and Chuck. Billy and Chuck. All of them. This is dumb. I forgot about Billy and Chuck. How could you forget? I don't Billy know. That Chuck. was one of my. I think that was one of yeah. my favorites. I mean, this. I think this will be the first time that they have a fucking wedding on Raw for like dark match kind of fucking uh, stars. Low, mm. low card fucking stars. Yeah, I didn't even think of Lashley is so fucking. Dumb. Yeah. He he needs a. What he needs is a. Lana's a good mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. 
but I feel like he needs more of a Heyman kind of be the, let him be the monster like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You don't have to talk; just sit there and look intimidating. Yeah, no, I, and I agree with you. Like you know that this whole goofy thing that they're doing, and I never really looked into like the behind the scenes shit and how legit any of this is. And I thought I heard like there was something real between Rusev and Lana, like like ending it wise. Really? Yeah. Well, again, I haven't looked into any of it, so I'm not sure how accurate it is. It's just all fucking dumb. Especially in the era of, like, social media and everything. If they're really not divorced, if they're really not ending it, why even do the fucking storyline? Right, especially since, like, you're able to see Total Divas, and I believe she's still on Total Divas. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Liz watches it. If I'm not home to see it, I don't watch it. Yeah. So, obviously, Lana came in and said, you can't hurt his face because he's getting married. So she demands that the match become a Greco-Roman wrestling match. It doesn't fucking happen. Lashley picks up the wind and everything. Um, then they announce their fucking wedding again. Dumb. Drew McIntyre takes on Zack Ryder. Uh, dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a squash match for Drew. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a horrible match because it did allow Zack to get some stuff in and everything. And well, and Drew is a very prof- he he's a professional. So he's not going to fully grasp all the spotlight for himself, mm-hmm. even though he easily could. But yeah. I really do hope that 2020 is the year of McIntyre. Yeah. Um, he cut a promo at the end. I mean, it was pretty good. It wasn't like, you know, like he... It was kind of like he was joking a little bit, but he still kept that like real like that seriousness that he has. Mm-hmm. So, it was, I mean, that was a good one. Becky Lynch called out Asuka for a match. Uh, she's talking about how... WWE's like holding her back to protect her and shit like that. And she's like, oh, that's bullshit, you know. Um, I don't know if she's trying to get like that weird fucking personality that Seth has since they are together. And they're trying to mutually be like, well, if you're not with me, you're against me. And fuck what WWE wants and burn. But in a Scottish accent. <laughs> 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 Irish, is this Irish, is this I think it's Irish, 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 maybe the Irish last kicker. They're all the fucking same. So I'll say it. <laughs> Call me out on it. <laughs> Message me on Facebook, J- JFW Podcast. How <laughs> you guys are racially insensitive? Right. That'd be a would that be a nationalism? Uh, who knows? Readism. Not Mexican. That's all I know. The real is, though. I'll say it. So Becky calls out Asuka. Uh, challenges to a match. Asuka says she only do it if it's uh, for the title. Uh, Becky agrees to it. Uh, Asuka two belts. Yeah. Becky says something in uh, in Japanese, which she probably just learned it before she walked out there. I thought that was cool, though. That she said something in I, Japanese? I think that was the best part of her promo. Is when, because Asuka's talking to her in Japanese, yeah. and then she comes back at her with Japanese. I can see that. I agree with you with on the, that. Yeah. I like it. I, I, I'm agreeing with you. I, I don't, I feel like you're sarcastic here. Absolutely not. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, all the other shit she said wasn't any better, so no. yeah, clearly. Yeah, no. Clearly, the shit that you can't understand is better than her saying, like, Daddy's holding me down. It's like, you're the fucking champion. Come to fuck down. And have been for almost a fucking year. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Headline WrestleMania. But Daddy's holding her back. <laughs> and other pay-per-views since. Yeah. Oh, oh wait. She just... Wait, Survivor Series? Triple Threat? Yeah. Oh, 
Tables, ladders, and chairs. Tables, yeah, TLC, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but being held back for her own good. Hold down, female Roman. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> One of the coolest fucking series of uh, matches going on is Aleister Black and Buddy Murphy. Oh, yeah. I'm excited that they're fucking facing each other on Raw next week. I'm excited to see that, ret- uh, that return match from uh, TLC. Uh, both of them faced local competitors. Uh, wasn't pretty much anything other than trying to see how badass they are. I think combined, uh, Alistair's match and Buddy Murphy's matches were like maybe a total of like four minutes together. Uh, Buddy Murphy uh, mocked him in the ring. He came out to shake Buddy Murphy's hand. Buddy Murphy's like, nope, not going to shake your hand. For some reason, he turns around and gets kicked in the face. Love these guys. Uh, I, I do. I think Buddy's going to pick up the victory next week. It's probably going to go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. But I do think Buddy's going to pick it up next week. Ricochet took on Tony Nese. Uh, this is more of a your match than my match. Uh, wasn't that good, but uh, Ricochet picked up the victory. He's using that new fish, like that modified code breaker, that single knee code breaker yeah. thing. He's using that a lot more uh, often, which I think is a good idea. Because, you know, what, what is it, the 690 or? Yeah, that. Yeah, his flip in the air, yeah. and stuff like that. It, that's it keeps that's a lot fl- on the body. Well, yeah, then I think like when you use it less, it's more special, right? Yeah, yeah. Somebody fucking said that about something. AJ, AJ Styles said it. He doesn't use everything in every match because when you see it less, it's more special when you see it the next right. time. That's why he's the greatest in the fucking world. <laughs> Charlotte took on Chelsea Green in a singles match. Chelsea's from NXT had a. Pretty huge run going on down there. Makes her debut on the Raw. Not sure if she's sticking around or just came up for the opportunity. Uh, Charlotte did end up picking the win up against her. OC took on Randy Orton and the Viking Raiders. Great fucking match because AJ was in it. Um, AJ ended up picking up the win over Orton. Uh, Orton had some knee problems throughout the match uh, due from the AJ Orton match last week. But... uh, the OC beat uh, Orton and the Raiders. That's three times now that the OC beat the Viking Raiders. And obviously this is AJ picking up a match, uh, a victory over Orton. One of the mainstays in WWE. Just signed a contract extension. So. I, love it. I mean, they, they can build something with Orton and mm-hmm. AJ. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be a great match, too. Yeah. Uh, Rowan took on another local competitor. So this is the third time we saw a WWE star take on somebody local. Means absolutely nothing. Rowan picked up the win. Rusev took on No Way Jose. Rusev picked up the victory against him. Jose said, hey, you're a single guy now. Come dance with my Jose crew. So they danced off together and did some shit. Nothing I, special I about that one. I want the brute back. I want NXT fucking... Goddamn, what was it? Rusev back. The, just the beast, the monster, the Bulgarian brute. Yeah, I'm okay with this uh, Rusev. Is is? But I want him. I want him to win matches. I want him to win championships. He just beat. I guess no way, Jose. It's a win. What do we say? What do we say? A win is a win. Oh, speaking of wins, um, Hunter's not champion anymore. Just to, yeah, holiday is. <laughs> just say no. I was waiting for you. Right. I was waiting just for just it. say no. Just say no. For it. Yeah, I'm sad we missed it. I am too. I bet you are because Holiday won <laughs> against Hunter. Just say remember. Yeah, just say no. Thanks. Yeah. Sentinel, if you're listening, good call. Good call on the title match. See, we don't know what happened though. 
I, w- I would like to know what happened. Oh, I know what happened. Do you? Yeah. You want to know? Huh. Holiday won. So, uh, U.S. <laughs> Championship, <coughs> Ray Mysterio took on uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, Mysterio beat uh, Rollins by disqualification, retained the title. Was it a bad match? Um, I think of all the matches on the card, that was definitely the main event type match. I don't think anything would have been better than that. Uh, but uh, found out today that um, yeah. Andrade became U.S. Yeah. champion at the house show. So congrats to him. That's pretty cool. And that doesn't happen very often anymore. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later. Yeah. So after, um, obviously after the attack on Mysterio and everything, they're going to go put right through the table. Samoa Joe kind of refused to move. Yeah. So they attacked uh, Samoa Joe, put him, ended up putting him through the table. So clearly we're going to see an AOP Rollins versus Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, and Rey Mysterio match. Obviously. Sometime in the near future. Probably the Royal Rumble, maybe. He's, he's got to be close to being healed up if he's going through tables. Yeah, well, I, I think they did announce that he is cleared, which is a lot quicker than I thought they were going to yeah. do for him. But, um, all in all, it wasn't a bad show. I, I'm still not a huge fan of using uh, local talent to put people over that don't need to be put over like that. I mean, if you really want to put Rollins over, you could put him against Mike Canales, who's sitting at home doing nothing. Right. Or EC3, who's sitting in the back doing nothing. Or Eric Young, who's sitting in the back doing nothing. Or R-Truth, who's just running around New York with a 24-7 title. Or um, any fucking cruiserweight from 205 Live that's sitting around doing nothing. Or, um... God, who else is sitting around doing nothing? John Cena. John Cena. Pretty much anybody. <laughs> I mean, like, you can use anyone yeah, I, look with Especially with Rowan, yeah. who is who is one very good in the ring. Yeah. A big, scary dude like Kane and The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. You can put him over on just about anybody and it'd be legit. Yeah. Yeah. But, they, I mean, I, I, I hate the local talent thing because it's a waste of TV time for somebody else that could be put in that spot. Now, I don't know if it's because they could, it's cheaper to use local talent and just saying, like, hey, we're not going to pay you, but will I get some TV time? I can get that, but. Oh, no, they still got to get paid. It's yeah, just but, not nearly as much as. Yeah, and, I, and if that's what it is, that's fucking dumb. Like, and I love independent wrestling. Right. You know, I'm a huge supporter of local independent wrestling, but when it comes to WWE and their whole thing is like, you know, they're getting killed in viewership. And they're getting le- less and less watches. You know, look at putting the guys who are sitting in the back doing absolutely nothing into some fucking matches. Yeah, you're, you're paying these guys to sit on Yeah. You could take Buddy Murphy, put him in a lower level cruiserweight uh, comp- uh, contender, still put him over. You could put Aleister Black against any guy in the back who's been sitting around doing nothing. He could still be put over. And Rowan's a fucking monster. You put him against anyone. If you put fucking Rowan in against Eric Young, give Eric Young a little bit and just put fucking Rowan over. It won't kill either character. Eric Young, I think, mentioned before in some kind of interview saying he has no problem helping out talent and moving them forward. I mean, look what they did to Cassius Ono against uh, Matt Riddle for the longest time. Yeah. Well, I think Ono had a problem with it, though. I don't know if he did. I don't know if... Unless it's against Matt Riddle, I thought he normally didn't. Or maybe it's because it was the squash matches. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you just give a guy who could do a little, just something. Right. You know, it gives them their TV time and shit. Yeah, I mean, against, especially fucking Mike Canales. It's bullshit that he signs his extension hoping for something, and now he's not doing shit, and they won't release him. And that's got to piss him off, seeing Sakara 
Sin Cara, fucking uh, Harper, yeah. and um, who's your guy got released? There were three of them. Oh, uh, Ascension. Yeah. Like, all of them got released, no problem. Because what, they weren't going to willing to sign the extension? Yep. Fucking dumb. Well, they dropped the ball at Harper, for sure. Yeah. Ascension, I'm not too sure who dropped the ball, whether it was Ascension or WWE. They probably just didn't go over. Well, well my whole thing, because there was a, when they cut that first promo... That on was a Raw that they came out on that made their main roster debut. They were over at NXT. They were completely over at NXT. But then they made that how they were better than LOD and all these other. And I think that just killed it with the fans. Yeah. After, before doing anything. Mm-hmm. And Sin Cara was injury ridden. So. Yeah. I enjoyed Sin Cara. I enjoyed the man with no face. I like, I like Sin Cara when they had like the evil Sin Cara thing going. Yeah. Yeah. Sakara was like Sakara Negro and Sakara Azul or whatever it Something is. Something like that. Yeah. Um so you don't have any results for this I week. Have no results. Okay. Well I'll do I'll run through NXT then here. Uh, which was a great show. Like liked NXT. Uh, it was cool because uh I think the first pay per view uh now Worlds Collide, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. We're going to see um, Undisputed Era take on yes. uh, Imperium. I'm excited yes. for that one. So, we're going to go over the NXT results here. Before we do, I just want to remind you guys that JFW does have merchandise. What? We have, we have so much fucking merchandise. I don't know if you guys know that or not, but we have merch. And on top of that, we have the newly released JFW logo available at tpublic.com. Oh, the logo is so nice. I like the logo. I, it, it has like that old school like wrestling like look to it. it. It's it's so simple and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. But it's available. It's available at T Public, and not, on top of that, we also released the first official Freaknet Studios T-shirt. Ooh. Yeah, I just released that the other day. I haven't seen it. It's on Freaknet. You've seen the logo. You know, yes, what I love like. the logo. Yeah, it looks just like that. I, I drew the logo in dust in our. Uh, nice. Our. <laughs> With the golf cart at work, put Freaknet Studios. Excellent. It was under like a week before anybody washed it off. Guys, if you don't know where our merchandise is, it is at tpublic.com, T E P U B L I C dot com. Search JFW. All the designs and everything there can be put on a variety of different products that are available at T Public. Uh, t shirts and hoodies, tank tops, baby onesies, cell phone cases, laptop cases, coffee mugs, travelers' mugs. Um, stickers, magnets, uh, pins, tapestries, wall art, pillowcases. Uh, literally, all you gotta do is go to tpublic.com, search JFW, check out the Freaknet Market. That's where JFW Podcasts and this freaking show's designs are all there together. All you gotta do is pick out a design, pick out what kind of product you want on it, put it in your cart, send, uh, send it on its way, and it'll be shipped out to you. Every sale of merchandise for JFW does help out the podcast and everything as we move forward and start creating video content for not only the podcast, not only the Patreon that I'll talk about in a second, but also for Freaknet Studios as a whole. If you guys haven't heard about Freaknet Studios, it is a new network that uh, that brings together three different podcasts. It's the JFW podcast here, Just Freaking Wrestling, hosted by me and Dizzle J, as well as this freaking show, hosted by me and Cartoon Joe, and Doug Gray Area, hosted by Sarge. So we're coming together under one umbrella known as Freaknet Studios where we're going to collaborate on video content that's going to be uploaded onto YouTube. 
More information on that will come as we move forward, but we're also going to put out video content on YouTube for JFW as we reenact some promos, go toy shopping and shit like that. So a lot of cool things happen with that. We're finally going to start looking into videotaping our podcast here in 2020 uh, as we start season three here in a couple weeks. Not too sure how far into the year we're going to start doing that, but it's still a plan to do that as we kind of work out the uh, logistics of all of that. The studio bros are coming. Yeah. So the more we get help from you guys purchasing our merchandise, the more we can do here at the podcast. So again, go to tpublic, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, search GFW. How about the uh, the pod today? It's my favorite part. Spelling it out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also I mentioned Ajay Patreon. You guys know about Patreon. We mentioned it a bunch of times. It is on our social media. Uh, we post all the tiers on there. But uh, Patreon is another way for you to help out the podcast as we have different tiers set up uh, that you guys can sign up for. And every tier, as it gradually gets bigger, more content gets delivered out to you guys. Anything from a dollar to 15 uh, It's a monthly uh, subscription to the Patreon that helps out the podcast. You get shout-outs and uh, mentions on the show and on our social media, just like Brandy and Becca, who are current Patreons of it. So shout-out to you guys. Um, you guys have some gifts coming your way because you are part of Patreon. Uh, make sure you check that out. Go to patreon.com backslash JFW podcast. Check it out. Sign up for a tier and be part of the extra content that is available to you guys. Now, we are working out some logistics as well. I just like that word logistics. Logistics is a good word. I like that fucking word. Um, we're working on uh, not only because right now we have additional uh, podcast content that gets offered with the patrons, such as like the behind the scenes uh, additional content where we're talking about like storylines and like um, tragedies and stuff that happen within wrestling but we also do the watch along shows yes where if you guys have WWE network you just pull up the pay-per-view that we do the show on you will um, mute the uh, network and listen to our podcast to get our commentary and our views on the show as we watch it along together but um, talking with some of the independent companies and some of the independent wrestlers we may actually do some shoot interviews with independent wrestlers Ooh. yeah because over at jfw we mentioned from the very beginning we want to focus on where um wrestling is living in the kayfabe world once in a while we kind of blur that line but we like to focus mostly on kayfabe oh, yeah. uh but we're going to do shoot interviews with independent wrestlers in the local area um i'm hoping to get that started up and running and gain some really good interviews with some potential wrestlers that really haven't been interviewed in quite some time i love so, doing interviews with the yeah all those podcasts are going to be all those podcasts are going to be exclusive only to Patreon. So make sure you check out patreon.com backslash JFW podcast today. Sign up for the tiers. Again, it's anything from a dollar a month down to fifteen a month. Now the fifteen dollar a month is for sponsorships for like businesses and stuff like that. So if you are a business owner and you want to get your business name out there through social media, through podcasts and everything, sign up for Patreon, send us the information, and we will make sure that happens. You're so good at that. I know. You should be a commercial guy. I should be a commercial guy. I got a face for podcasting. <laughs> All right, so NXT uh, happened this past Wednesday. Obviously, I believe it was pre-recorded because of the holidays. Um, and they were like, kind of recorded from different places. I've seen the Brooklyn and uh, Florida, I believe. Yeah, so uh, it's, it opened up with uh, the uh, Roderick Strong uh, North American title open invitation. Uh, it was answered by Austin Theory, who was the former... Um, Evolve champion. Evolve champion. Thank you. Great fucking match. That was a great it match. It was a great fucking match. Absolutely loved it. Um, no interference. No. 
No, it was it was a straight match between the guys, and there were moments where it looked like Theory was going to pick up the uh, win. Uh, Roderick uh, clearly retained the title, but still great fucking match. Uh, I don't know what that means for Austin Theory when it comes to NXT or what the plan was, but I do know a lot of NXT ends up evolved too. I think they're almost like the new um, OVW. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Swerve, Isaiah Swerve Scott took on Jack Gallagher. Uh, not a bad match. Uh, Swerve picked up the victory in that. Tanera took on Candice LeRae. Not a bad match. It was an okay match, but um, uh, I like I like how a lot of the women are growing. Then, yeah, like there's it's almost to a point where there's almost too many women fucking. They need a women's show. Yeah, they need to make a complete women's show. Hopefully, they do do that soon. And <laughs> do do me he me do do. Uh, Dominic uh, Dukovic took on Bronson Reed. Huge fan of Dominic. I'm glad to see that oh, yeah. uh, him and Keith Lee aren't being like left behind. Because those series of matches are probably the best thing. Um, this past year, definitely. Well, especially from even being televised. I mean, like, like those, like, I think that was, like, the first match was that Keith Lee to mm-hmm. match. So Those two dudes can move. Mm-hmm. I had nothing taken from Bronson either. That dude's pretty good, too. Yeah. No, and I, God, I, I see so much better than AEW, man. So much fucking better. It's the best wrestling on TV right now. It is. Uh, Bianca Belair took on a newly debuted Shotzi Blackheart. Yes. Uh, Shotzi, uh, great performance. Uh, expecting a lot more from her. Uh, Keith Lee and Leo Rush tagged together against Tony Nese and Damian Priest. Uh, I kind of lost interest in Leo Rush. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't realize he lost the title. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, great fucking match against uh, Angel. Oh, he lost against Angel Garza? Yeah, well, if you listen to the podcast I did on my own, you would know that. Right? I tend not to listen to those podcasts because I'm always, always afraid you're going to bust my balls throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You'd rather me bust your balls about not listening to it? <laughs> I think the only thing I ever mentioned about you and that podcast was that you were out of town on work-related business. And... um you uh you have more confidence in AEW than I do. Oh, that's true. Other than that, nothing. Really? Well, yeah, I'm not here to fucking appease you. Oh. What's the point of me why talking that, bad about you? Why would that make me happy? Why, why, would the fuck, why the fuck would I sit here and talk about you if you're not here? How boring would that be? I mean... I... But instead, we you'd rather talk about not watching or listening <laughs> to the podcast... That you're supposed to be supporting. Let's talk I, about that for a minute. Let's talk about that for a minute. I do support podcasts. How can you even listen to the last two shows, Jay? I don't know. Oh, okay. I have a bad habit of not listening to the show. Why? How's that a habit? A I, constant habit? Not a constant habit. Oh, but... okay. So, but it's happened more than twice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just okay. weird. I'm... Hey, why don't you tell the listeners where they can listen to our show? Podbean, Spotify, YouTube iTunes, Google Play. Well, I'm glad you know where you could listen to it. <laughs> I, I personally use Google Play. Do you? When you want to. Yeah. 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 You listen to the show? Every single week. Really? Fuck yeah, it's my show. <laughs> I have to go back and listen to your bullshit. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's oh, like, yeah. You don't know what it is. Okay. I, it's weird listening to myself. Mm. Oh. So listening to our show is weird. For me. Oh. 
But there's 2,000 people. Yeah. You're the PR guy, right? Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you pay for. All can be avoided <laughs> if you just listen to the show. All right, I'll listen. Guys, make sure you search JFW Podcast or Just Freak of Wrestling on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean. Uh, shows normally drop uh, usually on Saturdays, uh, just depending on when we do the recording. Obviously, this one um, will probably be later on this evening, or I may just release on Saturday. Um, but make sure you listen to it every single week, because we do we do our best to make sure we get shot every single week. If something comes up where we can't do it, we do apologize for it, but we'll always try to get content out there as much as possible, especially rolling into 2020 and Season 3 as we're going to start releasing a lot more stuff. Right. So super excited about all of that and everything. Um, Jay told you where you can listen to it because he clearly doesn't have his own. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of famous people that don't watch their stuff. Okay. Justify not listening to our show. I'm not trying to justify. Okay, but, just, you, but you did just now. Yeah. A lot of famous people. Yeah, a lot of famous, famous people. Famous people don't go watch Famous people. I'm famous. Infamous. You're the PR guy, right? PR guy. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> God, you are this the... This back and forth you wouldn't have without me. You are the fucking sentinel <laughs> of this whole fucking thing. That's not true. I show up to the podcast when he shows up to the fucking I can't wait till we get our new fucking host. You're going to be like 3%. You're going to be like Hudson, but instead of talking about body fat, it's going to talk about contribution to the podcast. (laughs) Mr. 0.33%. I'm going to put a fucking dot right before the fucking 33. Just so I don't have to redo an entire fucking logo. I just got to put a little fucking dot there. Yeah, goddamn savage. Look at that. Now you just made me say that. Demonetized. Demonetized. Just because I said goddamn it. I could have just said damn it, but I went with goddamn it. Well, we're not on YouTube. How dare you. This is released on YouTube every week. Not. I said video. How dare you. You know the show releases on YouTube, right? Yes. Every week. That's another place you could watch it or listen to it. But you don't. But it's okay. It's okay. All right, guys. We're going to wrap up. No, shut up. We're done. You're done. I'm done. Guys, we're going to wrap up our top 100 list today as we do 25 to 1. Um, I'll post the list up on uh, on our page. I'm not going to recap uh, 26 through 100 because we've been doing that the past three weeks. If you've been listening to the show, unlike Dizzle J, you would have known the list as we went through it. What? How does everyone made the list? Oh, yeah. <sighs> number 25. Uh... <laughs> number 25, we have the Kabuki Warriors. Yes. Uh, current uh, tag team champions. Uh, obviously, um, Asuka is getting a pretty good push on herself. Not leaving uh, Kyrie by herself at all. I know, obviously, I believe she's still recovering from the concussion protocols and right. all that stuff. Um, but a pretty good push for Asuka and everything. I don't think I'll ever see her beat Becky for the Women's Championship, but I don't think a singles championship is out of the question for her, you know, anytime soon. No, so. definitely not. Uh, following her is the uh, current NXT North American champion, Roderick Strong, which, I mean, Roderick has always been, like, a very popular uh, performer, I think, since joining 
Undisputed Era a couple years ago has made him even better. And I think holding that North American title yeah. even like put him like higher up on when, there. When someone can keep a title relevant mm-hmm. on their own, that's that's good. Just like the Kabuki Warriors are making yeah. those titles relevant. Yeah. Uh, 23, we got the Viking Raiders. Um, doing great on Raw, I believe. Um, they started out the year as the NXT champions, yeah. moved on to Raw, relinquished the titles, never lost the tag titles. Um, other than losing to the OC, they pretty much stayed undefeated against right. anyone else they uh, took on and now even being Raw Tag Team Champions. And I think, you know, the tag titles have been even more relevant than they have been, you know, in the past. So And they have such a following, too. Yeah. Uh, Undisputed Era shows up again at number 22 as we have uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, uh, who are also NXT Tag Team Champions. All the gold is undisputed. Yep. 21, we got Cody Rhodes, uh, current uh, executive of AEW, as well as one of the top talents over there at AEW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, coming from mid-card status to top-tier guy somewhere else is a jump. Yeah. And then, um, again, you're more of an AEW guy than I am, but I, I think him being at least, you know, in the top 25 is justified, especially having that match against Dustin, which I, that was the last year's one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that sold me more on AEW than anything, just because, I mean, you could see the passion that match held. And then obviously seeing him take on uh, Jericho uh, at the past uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, that and, was a great match. Uh, the whole um, spot on uh, AEW Dynamite a few months ago with uh, Cody, MJF, uh, DDP, and Dustin going up to the uh, Skybox against Jericho and what's the, what's this, uh, the Inner Circle. The Inner Circle. Things like that is pretty cool to see. And Cody, I think, uh, smart move on his part, finding the investor and everything. Uh, AEW got on TNT this past October. Relatively easy. Yeah, so and you know that's all Cody. Yeah. So Maybe there could be an uh, uh, argument for him to be a little bit higher, but... Um, number 20, we have Brian Cage. Oh, man. Right? Not only uh, former Impact Heavyweight Champion, Swolverine. But uh, made an appearance at SCW. Yes. Took a picture with yours truly. He did. Yeah. Uh, Walter comes in at number 19, current uh, NXT UK champion, leader of Imperium. <laughs> that guy is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, dethroned uh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. So, getting choked up about it. <laughs> well, it's Walter. It's fucking Walter, man. Um, Holy shit. So, great match with Pete Dunne. Probably one of the uh, biggest uh, matches I've seen when it comes to Pete Dunne's career. Uh, match of the year uh, potential in it. Very hard-hitting. I mean, oh. outside of Ric Flair, his chops are fucking vicious. Huge oh, when you can When you can cut somebody open with a chop. Yeah. Uh, number 18 is Bailey. Uh, obviously, we see a huge transformation from Bailey. Um in the last couple months, as she did her kind of heel run now. Current SmackDown Women's Champion, two-time champion this year alone. Uh, she she needs to main event some more stuff. I mean, she did main event uh, Survivor Series. Yep. Well, the, the heel turn, and we can all agree, was what she really needed for her character. Yeah. 
Uh, number 17, we have Roman Reigns because it's fucking Roman Reigns. Did he pay for that one? <laughs> <laughs> number 16 is unfortunate, but it's Kenny Omega, which not getting his. Uh, it's not unfortunate he's number 16, but if AEW was using him a lot better, he'd probably be a lot higher. Uh, yeah, definitely. I, but I believe that the booking is part of his own. Because he's a part of that upper management staff there. So they're trying not to fully put themselves over everybody. Just like the Young Bucks. Who could easily be tag team champions there. Yeah, but... I, yeah, I know. We're not so Young Bucks. No, I mean, I, I know. I, I'm fine with what you're saying. It's just like... But you gotta look at his work in New Japan and stuff like that, too. That's what brought me to have him in the top 20. Uh, Valkyrie, number 15. Uh, I believe she is the... She's currently the uh, Impact Women's Champion. The longest women's champion. Uh, I think it's like almost almost over a year now. Even past that. Yeah, I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure, yeah. Number 14 is Moxley. Uh, Couple great matches that he had that match against uh, Omega. It was like, well, they call, they didn't call it a false count anywhere, but what was it called? It was the lights out match. Yeah, it was the unsanctioned lights out match. I, the best hardcore match I've probably seen in a long time. Yeah, and so I mean, obviously since uh, since leaving WWE and everything, he became uh, New Japan. Um, what's it called? It's not, it's not Eric Kano champion, is it? Was it the American champion? I don't know. But he won a title over New Japan. Uh, he's having a good run at AEW and everything, reinventing himself under Moxley. And he's going back to New Japan for Wrestling Kingdom 14. Mm-hmm. Number 13, Shayna Baszler, uh, longest uh, reigning NXT Women's Champion, recently just lost to Rhea Ripley. Only two-time champion. Yep. Tommaso Ciampa comes in at number 12, uh, fucking daddy's home. Oh, man. I think he's got at least one or two matches this year that could easily qualify for match of the year. Yeah. Freakies. And even being fucking number 12. I mean, we gave him number 12, and he was out half the year. Yeah. But still former NXT champion. Main event in NXT uh, shows. That fucking War Games match. War Games. The, I don't know what he calls his finisher. Mm-hmm. Off the top of the cage, through the table. Yep. We thought he killed Adam Cole. Yeah. Adam Cole went on fucking uh, Russell Desiree Series. Yeah. Uh, number 11, we have Johnny Gargano, which we just saw the return of him, uh, last week on NXT. So, uh... So I didn't like him at first, either. Gargano? Yeah, when he first... Johnny Wrestling? Johnny Wrestling, I, I did not care for him until he got a little... To me, he got a little bit more edgier. And then this when he did the heel move, yeah. Yeah, the, and then this past year, it's just like, all right, bro, I got you. <laughs> okay, now we're into our top 10. Number 10, we got AJ Styles, who is still arguably the best wrestler... Today. Definitely. Not not his greatest year, but... Kept himself current, relevant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar comes in at number nine. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to say, you know, why the fuck would you do that? Regardless of anything, Brock Lesnar was champion for well over a year. And a lot of the matches he had, they, they kind of got away from him being squash matches and allowing certain people you think wouldn't have any kind of edge on him. Well, the Balor match. The, the Balor match, the fucking Rey Mysterio match. Yeah. I mean, like... They're good fucking matches in the feud he had with Seth Rollins. Regardless of the fact that he's there or not all the time, he's still their champion for pretty much this whole fucking year. Right. Uh, number eight, Bray Wyatt. That can be argued he could be a little bit higher. And again, this this 
fucking car list has been made over the last four weeks. It has been updated. Yeah. So we see a lot from Bray Wyatt. I don't even know if he was champion when we made this. Or he just became champion. I don't know. I'm not sure if he was champion yet. Yeah, so um, he's had a good year, obviously, as The Fiend and Bray Wyatt's Funhouse and all that. Number yeah. seven, we have Seth Rollins. Uh, even with all his like heelish stuff, he's doing with AOP, being champion, uh, main eventing shows and everything. Heel Rollins is the best Rollins. Yeah. Number six, Daniel Bryan. I love, I love the reinvention, reinvention, the double reinvention of Daniel Bryan this year. Mm-hmm. Number five, we got Becky Lynch, uh, current Raw champion, former Becky Two Belts, former SmackDown tag team or SmackDown champion, current Raw champion. Headline WrestleMania the last year, right? WrestleMania, uh, TLC. Winner. Yeah, I mean everything. She did it all. Number four, Kofi Kingston, probably the best uh, year he had independent or solo uh, in a long ass time. Obviously, you know, with the New Day and everything, being the longest reigning tag team champions and everything. But he won at WrestleMania, won yes. his first title at WrestleMania, held it for six months or so. And defending it at every pay per view yep. and every chance he got against the high quality talent. Mm-hmm. Number three, we have Adam Cole, current NXT champion, actually just won. Uh, wrestler of the year, I think it was CBS Sports. CBS Sports, yeah. yeah. Um, leader of the Undisputed Era. Boom. Fucking, he had the War Games match at um, well, fucking War Games. War Games. The next day, defend the title successfully against Pete Dunne. Yeah. So great fucking match. Number two is your call, man. Tessa Blanchard, hardest wooden, hardest working woman in wrestling today. Yeah. She's got a championship. Uh, she has She's opportunity got a world to become world heavyweight title. Yeah, match opportunity to become up. the first women's heavyweight yeah. champion in Impact. And number one on our list is Chris Jericho, the the, the, the Hulk Hogan of, of AEW. Except way more talent. Well, I can't say that because Hogan was watered down for WWE. Yeah, as we've seen in matches that we've seen him have yeah. outside the. But yeah, no, he reinvented himself. He became the current face of AEW. Became the first AEW heavyweight champion. Um, he's just doing what he's always done. Yeah, nothing's really changed much about him. Um, he is a master of reinvention, though. Yeah. I mean, every every time he comes back or any time he goes somewhere, he changes something just enough to make himself stay relevant. Yeah, yeah. So, and this this year was definitely his year with everything. So, being number one is justified. Oh, definitely. So, guys, that's our list. Like I said, I'll post up on social media. If you guys don't agree with us, comment below. You're more than welcome to tell us how you feel about it where you think somebody else should have fallen. Um, I know I mentioned uh, either last week or a couple weeks ago, I can't remember, Jay wouldn't be able to tell me because he didn't listen, um, Andrew Garza, I forgot to put on the uh, list. We both forgot Andrew Garza. Well, we said that if you're have something, if you going to fight with us about it, justify it. Justify it. Yeah. Give, I'm not asking you to give me a paragraph of why. Sure. You know, if, if you got a paragraph and it's relevant, cool, sure. I'll read it. But, yeah, but yeah, we'll put we'll put the list up. Tell us how you feel about the list and everything. Who do you think should be added? You know, obviously you'll notice there's no real New Japan wrestlers on there. But that's because we don't watch New Japan. We need to. That's on us. But until we have a way of actually doing that, can't really do much about it right now. Um, but we did. We got Impact on there. Yeah, we got AEW on there. So some ROH guys. Yeah, we got Osprey was on there. So we have one New Japan guy. What uh, what you got for uh, Dizzle J's pick of the week? Dizzle J's pick of the week. So with Shotzi Blackheart coming to NXT, 
I was looking up some matches and I found a dog dog collar match between her and Dust from I believe a what the hell is the show? It was Rise sponsored, but I believe it was like our PRW or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But check it out. You know, dog collar matches are fun. Shotzi Blackheart is just one badass bitch that's going to come along and hopefully doesn't get lost in the fray. Okay. Of course. I know you can check it out. It'll be posted tomorrow. Yeah, that's fine. Where's that posted, Jay? On our Facebook page. Fuck yeah. Just for, what is it? Facebook slash Just Freaking Wrestling? I don't know how that works. Just search us for Just Freaking Wrestling yeah, and search just, for Just search Just Freaking Wrestling on Facebook. You no should be geez. liking this by now. Oh, and just, uh, you know, speaking of following us on social media, if you guys know anyone who's a wrestling fan, if you think you have any interest in the stuff that we post on social media, tell them to like us on Facebook. I still want to try to get 500 likes on our page. And if we do, we'll do some kind of giveaway. So make sure you tell your friends to follow us on social media, JFW Podcast, Facebook. Let's get the 500 likes. We're halfway there. Ooh. That'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe give away some uh, some Phoenix Pro. Yeah. PPW here. stuff, man. Maybe uh, pick up some local independent tickets. Maybe raffle off a couple. Right. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Simon, <laughs> only if we knew who people in the business. Yeah, right. If only. Jay, let's wrap it up with our final freaking thought, man. You want to go first or you want me to go first? Oh, you got to go first. I don't have any. Oh, you don't have any? Fuck no. All right. I'm busy. You're busy. I'm fucking busy, right? You're busy? <laughs> fucking busy. All right. I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, there's this network that we're creating called Freaknet Studios. Oh, yeah? yeah, and you know, merchandise has to go out. That merchandise is nice. Fucking merchandise is awesome. Yeah. And that, do- that doesn't just High pop quality. off th- uh, thin air. People have to put that shit together. No kidding. As well as updating websites and social medias. And pod beans. Yeah, I'm a little busy. Okay. Fucker. No, I got I got I got a couple, but <laughs> go ahead, go first. If Tessa beats Sammy, will other promotions follow? No. No. Tessa won't beat Sammy. You don't think so? No. Why not? It doesn't need to happen. I think if it's gonna happen. It doesn't need to happen. And I'm not and it's not me being sexist in any way other than the fact is every women's division, every wrestling company typically has their own title. Exactly. 2019 doesn't have to be everyone gets everything. Right. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense. And I get it, you know, back in the day, TNA gave the women's, the knockout tag team titles to fucking Eric Young and ODB and stuff like that. But if you sit there and you give Tessa the Impact Heavyweight Championship, what does that say about the Knockouts Women Championship? I agree. It makes it, it, it almost makes it irrelevant and beneath what the championship is. They need to focus on making the Knockouts Women Championship as relevant as the TNA Impact Heavyweight Champion, whatever the fuck they call it. It's just like awesome for Tessa to even get the opportunity, but it just doesn't need to happen. If it does, it's going to ruin the integrity of the Knockouts Champion because why not just make everyone go for the same fucking title? Yeah, I mean, we I think we had a couple months ago we had talked about this same situation mm-hmm. where a lot of female wrestlers have spoken up and had the same opinion yeah. That you do. Yeah. And I, I, I believe the same thing. If you do that, then you make the women's championship just a little less relevant. Yeah. And that's not right. Now, now basically, your women's championship is going to be a, a second-tier championship, and it should be. No. No, and that's... I don't know. I think the match would be good. I mean, they did have a ma- uh, previous match where it was just one-on-one. 
and that I mean it, it was a good match overall. I think uh, either it was posted, either you posted as one of the picks of the week, or I saw some highlights of it on YouTube. Great fucking match. Yeah. It's just it doesn't need to pertain to the men's heavyweight championship. Focus on the knockouts. Make Tessa the fucking women's knockout champion. If you really think that she's gonna make a difference for, the fuck yeah. You know, nothing against women in wrestling at all, but I mean, like, you start to re- lose that realism of like men versus fucking women. Yeah, don't say it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you got her. I mean, she fucking beat fucking Brian Cage in a fucking singles match. And oh, you're telling yeah, me Brian Cage couldn't fucking win? Like, come on now. Yeah. And it was a gauntlet match. He just entered. I mean, you know, either fucking they're making Tesla to be fucking all powerful. They're making every man on that fucking roster. Eh. I'll say it. I, I know you will. But, I mean, I kind of agree. So, it's... it's, it's you, you can't knock down that women's championship. I'm sorry. There's too many women that came before with all the different championships. Yeah. And just to do that is kind of a smack in their face. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. Um... Do you ever think CM Punk will actually end up on like a WWE showing outside of backstage? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he he'll get one more match at least. You think he'll like he'll do it match wise? Yeah. I'm just talking about like just showing up because right now he is only uh, hired by Fox. I I think it's just a matter of time. Yeah. I think the right the right dollar amount and the right amount of fan pushing, even though the fans have been pushing for a long time. I think he's going to do it. And you give him the right scenario to do it in. Like maybe give him the creative part of it to do it. I think it would be done well too. Who do you think he'd face if he had one more match? Ooh, that's hard. Is he going to be able... Is he still good enough to keep up with the younger talent? And that's not to take nothing away from him. He's, what, 10 years out? Maybe. I would, I would, I would pick AJ. I think that'd be good. I think AJ or Daniel Bryan. You're more man. Miz. I think uh, he'd be good against Miz. Yeah, I think I think they're right around like the same kind of uh, move sets. Yeah, they're not. They're they're both not major high flyers. They're both not powerhouses. Uh, CM Punk has like a little bit of striker. Does like Miz's grappling? I think would kind of like blend well. But although one of my favorite matches was CM Punk versus Brock. Yeah, also a good match. Definitely. Hmm? Um, Asuka, you would like her better as a heel or a face? I think she works better as a heel. Especially like, like with the green mess yeah. and the paint and yelling in Japanese and everything. I mean, you can't really get that stuff over. I mean, well, actually, Tajiri got the mist over as a face. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But I think as a heel, I think she works out a lot better. I think it's, I think it's a lot cooler. Kyrie Sane's a little bit weird, though. Like, as a heel. Like, she's too adorable to fucking be a heel. <laughs> it's weird. She's like, she's like that uh, killer doll. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, do you think uh, when Ruby Bride comes back, she's gonna have like the same look, like that kind of punkish? I was, I know, like she's close to being back, and we see what they're doing with Liv Morgan, kind of taking away that Harley Quinn look. Do you think they're gonna re uh, repackage Ruby Riot? I don't think it'll be a full repackage. Yeah. I think the dollar fit will change. I hope they keep her fucking. I like her like one pant like long sh- like trunk looking. I do like that. I remember Zack Ryder had that, and I thought that was pretty cool too. It, it's different. Yeah. I, I don't think she'll be a full repackage. I think there'll be some kind of repackaging, mm-hmm. but the pull 
the punk side away from Ruby Riot wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not really going to have a Riot Squad anymore. Yeah. With Morgan being repackaged into like almost like a makeover thing, which I still don't like because I know they did that with Emma, and it lasts for like five minutes. But I mean, we even saw Sarah Logan come back. I don't think. I mean, Riot Squad can't really be there anymore. No. I don't. I don't think it would be a thing. Unless something happens, mm-hmm. I mean, Fire and Desire is still together, so yeah, that that kind of shocks me with too. Them. Yeah, no, they're playing around with Otis and Tucker. Fuck yeah, heavy machinery. Good job, Otis. Fucking Otis. Uh, well, John Moxley joined the inner circle. This has been something that's come up as late. That's a lot of rumor mill. I don't think he should. If they do, I hope they do it right. But no, I. I think Moxley needs to keep like his like I'm on my own all or nothing thing. I think it works out better like that. Dean Ambrose could join Inner Circle, but Moxley I think really has to focus on that, doing his own thing, and they don't need the Inner Circle to be the next Bullet Club or or an NWO type deal. Just keep it small. I think I think four to five guys is perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh there was um, rumored about. I mean, obviously, it's Killer Cross still trying to figure out where to go. But I saw that WWE is willing to move him straight to the main roster yes. if he gets signed. How do you feel about that? I I love it, especially if they let him keep the uh, his Hitman gimmick. You think WWE would allow him to be called Killer Cross? You think they'd keep that? He'd probably just be Cross. Yeah. I mean, Killer Cross does sound a whole hell of a lot cooler, but... But is he the kind of guy that could make the WWE roster, the main roster? Like, well, he get Corbin over. did. I think he's got a better better chance. Corbin, of, yeah, yeah, but he started at NXT first. Yeah, but I think I think Cross could do it. He, but he could get over. Like, go onto the main roster, Raw or SmackDown, and get over. I think it'd be like, remember how Diesel came in? Yeah, as like so a bodyguard. Came in as a bodyguard and then got over from that point. Mm-hmm. I could see that kind of happening with Cross, and I think that's kind of how he came in with Impact too. Somebody brought him in. And all of a sudden, he was just taking people out left and right, losing his nice little calling card. I thought it was neat. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool. Okay. And his girlfriend or whatever is already signed. Yeah. Uh, the title switch at the house show. You think this will bring attendance up for the house shows? Yeah, I, I know there was an was a article about when um, uh, I think AJ won the championship at a house show. I think there was discussion through WWE to say, like, sometimes they want to do that to keep people surprised at house shows. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I no. I don't, I think it, I think it works out with both people. It gets Andrade a little bit more over. It gives him the title that he's been, you know, deserving. At the same time, it opens up rage and not have to worry about the title run. So he can focus on what I do believe is to be a storyline with Joe, Kevin Owens against AOP and Seth Rollins. Yeah. So, so it just makes sense not to have a title involved with that. Yeah. yeah. Is that question four? Yeah. Okay. I got one more. Yeah, fuck. What the hell is I going to think of? I got my last question, but I want to save that one. What was the other one I was going to ask? Oh, um, we know we're going to see Finn Balor. Uh, we saw Finn Balor take on Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And we saw Gargano come out. So obviously we're going to see Gargano take on Adam Cole for the NXT Championship sometime down the road. Is Gargano going to be the one that ends Adam Cole's title ring? Ooh. I think if anybody has a chance of doing so, 
Because he beat Cole for the championship once already. Yeah. Uh, two, yeah, because they had the a two, two out of three, three falls. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think as long as the match is clean, yes. If Undisputed gets involved, probably not. I want to see a fucking Undisputed, or not Undisputed, I want to see an NXT Elimination Chamber match. I really want to see that. But what, Gargano, Ciampa, Cole, Balor, Lee. Keith Lee, Dominic Dukovic? Or Priest? Or Pete Dunne? I'm not too sure. Priest, I don't know. I'm just. I don't like I'm, him. I I'm, just I'm always... right there with him. Yeah. I just need something to really set me over the edge with him and actually have me like him. He's great in the ring. Mike skills are okay. I don't get the archer thing. If you don't have a bow and arrow, what the fuck's the point? I agree. I agree. So, as we discussed earlier, who faces the bearded bruiser next? Who is next in line for that SCW shot? Well, I mean, normal companies, uh, everyone gets uh, their rematch clause and everything. I don't know if Hunter will... I don't know if SCW really does that or not. If it's not Hunter, um, him and Maverick had a pretty good uh, match together. Um, yeah, but it's Maverick is out indefinitely. I think. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I know. I, um, probably J, JPH. I think would be a good one, or um, Andrews. Jake Andrews, I think, would be good. So probably one of them. I think if anyone is next in line from an SCW standpoint, probably one of them. Uh, if you look at ARW, if an SCW title is to be, you know, defended, ARW guy versus ARW guy, Hudson would be good. I think he'd Hudson would be at the top there because Machine already has his own title to worry about unless he wants to be fucking Machine two belts. But um, that don't flow so well. Nah. So, I don't probably JPH. I, I, I still believe that at one point JPH will hold a title in uh, SCW come 2020, whether that be the Genesis Championship or the SCW Heavily Championship. Um, I actually had a talk with a couple of the guys from the uh, school, and we were talking about championships uh, in WWE, ARW, and everything. And uh, a lot of them agree, kind of like with me, like, you know, they missed the whole, in order to get to the heavyweight title, you got to get the Intercontinental title. Yeah. And I think SCW should kind of look at that. Like, if you want someone to have a heavyweight title map opportunity, let them see if they can hold the Genesis title first. And obviously, we talk about kayfabe and everything. We don't go behind the scenes too much. But realistically, if you look from a shoot standpoint, you want to see how the the fans get over with a guy with a title. Exactly. So yes. why, give them the, why give them the top title in the business first? Let's see what happens with the Genesis Championship first. See how they hold that before you move them forward. Well, that was nice. I think one of the coolest things Impact Wrestling ever did was the option C. Yeah. Is that if you were you traded the it, X yeah. Division champion, you could trade the X Division yeah. champion. That was an Austin Aries thing, right? Yeah, Austin yeah. Aries created that. Well, at least on TV. Yeah. Um, and traded him for a title and a world heavyweight title shot. I thought that was one of the neatest things. I thought yeah. that's something that probably should be in place with other titles too. You gotta take the Genesis title and be like, hey, I mean, even uh, Lucha Underground had the, uh, what was their title? You had to collect all the pieces and you got it and you could turn it in for a title shot. I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember I, the name I don't it. remember the name of it either, but I thought that I thought that was the neat uh, gimmick. Yeah. But 
I, I think that'd be something cool, you know, bring the Intercontinental title. Mm-hmm. Of course, to me, the Intercontinental title has sometimes held more prestige than the heavyweight titles. Well, not lately. Not lately. Not lately. Not since the Miz has had it. Yeah, and it's it's nothing against Nakamura for holding it. It's just there's not really anything going on in Intercontinental title. It's all the tag team stuff with Cesaro and right. Sami Zayn. But you mentioned it. Um, Mavericks out definitely due to the attack, you know, that occurred with uh, Marco. Um, the old Windy City guys, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, so what, what does that mean when it comes to the SCW Tag Team Championships? And what do you think Hunter Payne's going to do about that? I mean, Hunter Payne's one that invited Maverick Cage into Elite Payne just to have his tag team partner attack and put out their new guy. I, I think things I mean, we, we don't. We know we know something's gonna happen, whether it be Hunter Payne agreeing with it or disproving of it. So it's a two part question. How do you think Hunter's gonna react to it, and what's gonna happen with the tag team belts? All right, I'm gonna answer the tag team belts first. They they stay with Elite Payne. Okay. Marco and Hunter just go with it. Um, I think Hunter started losing faith in Maverick. Back on 10 19 just calling them all old guys? They called them all old guys, all the Windy City guys. So you think this was a plan from October? You think Hunter knew about this? I, it could be. I mean, if it, Hunter is part of the game, he knows how to run a long yeah. game. He's been around for a very long time, so it's, it's easily could have been a setup. Yeah. Ooh, follow-up question. Ooh. If Hunter planned this from October, you think he remembered because it was so long ago? <laughs> Obviously, I mean, yeah, I know, I get, I get the, yeah, you know, okay, I, I, get, I, get, I get it. Just want to make sure you knew I was going. I, I get what you're showing there. I mean, it would make a lot of sense, though. I mean, know? I mean, that's what clicked in my head as soon as I saw that. I was like, oh, it's got to be the fallout from ten nineteen nineteen the DWA show. Yeah, it does make a lot more sense because if Hunter wasn't part of it, you think he would have came out and stopped it, right? Huh. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens in July. Yeah. So. As long as I don't work, I know I'm going to be there. Because so, I, I, I want to see it. Because I, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. And what's weird is like, as vocal as Sentinel has been about everything, he's been really quiet ever since uh, the SCW title changed hands. <laughs> so it's, I'm excited to see what happens next month. See if they make a holiday defend a title. Because I get it. They said there's a 30 day uh, period of when the title has to be defended. Now, even though Hunter didn't uh, honor that twice. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I... Sometimes I, you wish we just had video. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited for 2020, especially when it comes to SCW. I mean, oh, we, we're seeing the rise of the modern-day sharpshooters who are the current ARW Tag Team Champions to see where that leads them on. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with uh, Holiday as SCW Champion, who's willing to step up to take him on. Like Again, it has to be either Andrews or JPH. Yeah. Or even Hudson. I think those are the top three... Um, younger guys in the business. You know, when you I look... I really wanted to see that Mambo Italiano guy. I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. yeah. I'm also excited to see how Casey Dillon does uh, as the SCW Women's Champion. Ooh, yeah. And see, you know, who who's going to be able to take that away from her. So, that's like... I mean, a lot of cool things going to happen in SCW in 2020. We're going to be there for all of it because, uh, you know, Sentinel can't uh, stop everything. And we, plus, we got Keith to help out. Yeah. Yeah. 
We get into the back door. Absolutely. Guys, make sure you listen to our podcast every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean just by searching JFW Podcast or Just Freaking Wrestling. Follow us on social media, Instagram, and Twitter at JFW Podcast and Just Freaking Wrestling. Uh, thanks again to Audible for sponsoring our podcast. Go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet to sign up for a 30-day free trial plus a free credit. And check out all our merchandise at tpublic.com. Search JFW, T-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com. Search JFW. Again, just Freak Wrestling is part of FreakNet Studios, as always. Oh, I almost forgot it. I almost missed it. I almost missed it. Oh. God damn it. That's what happens when you do two fucking podcasts, man. You start doing the end, the exit with the other one. You almost fizzled so, it. Let me go back. That's all I got. Time to ring the bell of this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis C. I'm Dizzle J. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.